Today's episode of Podcastration is brought to you in part by... Get ready for the all-new sitcom from hell by the creators of award-winning shows like Porta John Hijinks and Our Drunk Dad, we bring you My Pet Minotaur. With great big horns from ancient lore, he's my pet minotaur. It's the delightfully demonic tale of a middle-class family getting their domestic bliss pulled asunder by their evil yet adorable new guest. From the depths of eternal damnation, I arise to enslave and torment all humankind. <laughs> wow, look, Mommy, a minotaur. Can we keep him? I don't know, honey. You better ask your father. Oh, sure. Why not? Let's get another pet. Yay! Thanks, Dad. As you can imagine, having an ancient Greek monster as a pet is a little different than other pets. Minotaur, did you crap on the carpet again? Uh, no. Well, this turd is the size of the couch. Then quit feeding it table scraps. <laughs> You'll just fall in love with the Barnett family and their hilariously gruesome new addition. Happy birthday to you. Now blow out your candles. <laughs> and you won't be able to get enough of Minotaur's naughtiness. Oh, somebody's in heat. Honey, plan a trip to take Minotaur to the vet Monday to get neutered. He'll make you laugh. Has Minotaur been a good boy while we were gone? Then somebody gets a new toy. And he'll melt your heart. I love you, Minotaur. It's my pet minotaur. With great big horns from ancient lore, he's my pet minotaur. Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Central, 7 Pacific, this fall, only on TBS. Oh, hey there, little goat. What's your name? Oh, aren't you cute? You want some celery? Here you go, have some celery. Yeah, that tastes good. Oh, hey, there's another goat. You two buddies. Oh, that's cool. Oh, oh shit, jeez, another goat. All right, all right, all right. Hey, 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 get out of my garden there. Quit eating that stuff. Hey, hey, get off my car. Oh, holy cow, another goat? What the heck are you coming from? Hey, get off my porch. Hey, stop out. Fucker, you bit me. Uh, hey, what the heck, more goats? Holy crap, where are all these goats coming from? Stop it. Holy fuck, goats! Goats, come on, stop! Ah! Too many goats! Too many damn goats! Ah! Oh, goats! Go to hell, goats! Ah! Goatbegone.com Podcastration's gonna rock the nation in one, two, three, four. <laughs> Earlier today, I was thinking of great intros to do for the podcast today, and I, drawing a blank, I can't remember anything that I had planned. <laughs> Which I sucks. Just I just did a little like 
Salesman. Really insecure salesman. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, the insecure salesman. That could be a movie. Let's just do that for 45 minutes. It sounds like that Seth from hockey. Nothing new with me, Seth! <laughs> no, I'll just yell. That's cool. That's cool. I hope he hears this. He seems like a really cool guy. He is. Um, I like Seth. I was, I was, it was cool to see him last night. Yeah. I didn't get to, like... Uh, I remember making fun of this kid. The kid I don't like. I, I always... Uh, <laughs> there's only, like, a few kids I don't like, but... Yeah. I always... The, the one kid that we played against yesterday is a kid I, I don't like. And then there's another kid I don't like, and I always I get them confused, and I forget there's two. They both kind of look the same, and <laughs> when I start the shit with the wrong kid, <laughs> well, I don't like either of them, yeah. so it wouldn't oh, be okay. the wrong kid. It would just be not the one I necessarily like. When I see him, like, oh yeah, I only hate you half as much as I think I do. <laughs> there's two of you. <laughs> I like kind of. I hate. You. I do hate you. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but I don't. I don't hate you with a passion. I just I want to beat you up when I'm playing against you, but only then. <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay, I got two questions to start this thing off with. First of all, and this ain't a joke. Did you ever hear about uh, why Whoopi Goldberg was called Whoopi? No. Because apparently she farted on set so often that they said she sounded like a Whoopi cushion. Where'd you hear this from? The, well, the irony is, I, well, I read it from that Uncle John's toilet book reader at work. But I don't know. I think it's true. Apparently, that was her thing. She just, like, didn't care. And she just, you know, earlier in her career, just let him rip on <laughs> whatever she was doing. And, yeah, I guess the name stuck. Huh. Yeah. What would her real name be? What's Whoopi I, Goldberg's real name? I have no idea. I honestly never looked into yeah, it. I, I just assumed Whoopi Goldberg just was Just because I read Goldberg. it out of a, a book specifically designed to read on a crapper doesn't yeah. make it factual but i would I'm think it would be way. or else that would be is that yeah. libel or slander is slander Both, probably no one's spoken and one's written oh i don't know i think slander is spoken and, and libel is written uh, maybe it doesn't matter yeah who, who i don't know who cares maybe um, maybe whoopi doesn't care enough the other question is what's a midwife you a know? midwife is somebody that like helps birth a baby so oh. like uh why oh i just didn't know i don't even know why i Somebody was talking about something, and they said a midwife or something, and I just I've I've heard that many times, but I just never like I never really cared till the one day I'm like, what is a midwife? If someone's married three times, it'd be your second wife. Okay, that's I honestly it's not your I'm first like, wife. I was like, is there a mid husband? You know, I, it's not your first wife, and it's not your current wife. Speaking you know? of wife, are we gonna advertise for your wife's new uh, art dealership project she got going? Oh, on? did you hear? Did I tell you what happened? I someone said that she yeah they, like, she they never paid her they backed out of yeah it or they never paid but, her so but yeah. uh, it's still up there that well, wasn't there two people interested in it there were yeah keep it up there we, we'll see what how it, it is it is back to so, on there well, again let the, inform them what the fuck we're talking about oh here. yeah I think we've talked on here before about your quote unquote pieces of art you painted for class and school wasn't it. No, they're not. They're just things we did. Oh, just, you just did them. They're not. Around. Yeah, they're they're not academic. They're, they're just, just silly. Yeah. Well, there's one hanging above your head right now. That's a David Liebehart original. Oh, that's okay, not that's right. But it's like that. They're just these little art projects that they're just paintings. Yeah, Paul and Brooke do, and they're twelve by sixteen canvases 
and uh, we just do them every once They're in a while. Brooke and I will do level, them. Maybe, yeah, maybe like f- late elementary school. They're certainly well. If you're interested in buying them, then you'll see that they're like super talented. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. if you're just a, a listener who would not who doesn't have any interest in in buying our artwork, none of it's good. It's silly, but it's yeah. not. It's not really that good. What's, do you know what it's listed as on eBay? Is this it just one? giant squid painting? I think it's just giant squid painting. With no description, no reason. You know, it's just up there for sale. And you did, what was it like immediately? Didn't you say like a, the next day? She said there was two people. Two interested. people. Uh, yeah, we and put them on. We so we have these paintings, and we've we hang them up in our like laundry room slash bar, and we call it like our art gallery. But just because we have our paintings there, it's yeah. not like we know they're not good. We just mm-hmm. have them hanging there because they're, you know, it's it's free art. We drew it, so why not hang it on a wall? And uh, but then Brooke thought for like to basically to be funny, she's like, I'm gonna put these on eBay. I told her before on both ends. I even said that like you don't have to pay to put anything on eBay. Yeah. So why not? And if anyone's dumb enough to buy it, what the hell? Well, somebody was smart enough to offer her a hundred bucks for this one painting of her. It was a, a giant Squid Academy graduate, but it was a jellyfish with three eyes, and um, it was a really weird painting, but a good painting. Honestly, it was a f- it was a funny, good painting. Yeah. And somebody offered her a hundred bucks just right off the hop. Two people offered her a hundred bucks <laughs> right off the hop. One was in North Carolina, and one was in Washington State. And she says, "Which one should we accept?" Well, first off, we were wondering, well, do we even accept the offer? Because it's only been on. Yeah, it was on a, eBay for like. What if the auction went up to like five hundred bucks or something? Yeah, exactly. But then also we're looking at like, no way. If somebody's gonna yeah. offer us a hundred bucks, like you better freaking yeah. take it. Because here's it's my free. guess is what happened was some like wife was on there and it's like, oh that's cute, I want that, and then you know a even keeled, you know keeled. So, a responsible intelligent husband got on there and saw that it's like we ain't buying that uh, fucking thing. No. Yeah, but you know. Hey, what the hell? I'm gonna. So they I'll didn't tell you pay what, for it. They ended up not buying it. If your shit. I was gonna say, if it starts taking off, like if you guys sold like three fucking paintings in like a week, I'm getting in on that shit. I'm like, I'm gonna oh. start making my yep. own dumb shit. I'll sell mine as like baby seal awareness or something stupid. So, because mm-hmm. like, people will buy anything if it's virtuous or you know, or even just cute enough. If there's a little extra level of cute, it's, if you put that little like, oh, it's for baby seals. And the question they should be asking is, in what way? Because it would have nothing to do with it. But if you just put a picture of a baby seal beside it, and it's like, oh, it's for this. And then we're like, oh, that's worth it. Well, she's got her painting of the the uh, giant squid academy. And I have my painting of, it's a painting of Bigfoot. <laughs> you know, it's in the woods. And in the one tree branch is like carved, not carved in, it's just painted. Yeah. And it says, you better squatch out. And it's Bigfoot. But the thing is, first off, it's not good. And second off, when you type in, like, Bigfoot art on eBay, there's, like, seven pages of paintings of Bigfoot. And mine is, uh, like, I don't want to rank mine too high, but I feel like mine is just as bad as the rest of them. I'm sure, yeah. So I, like, I don't know. No, I can't I imagine the, mine selling. The trick is, too, is the one that you guys vote on is the worst one. That's the one you sell for the most money. That's well, the one you sell for, like, an extra hundred bucks. Because if you look at some of that art, like, real art that's for sale for a lot of money, it's fucking awful. And it's stupid. 
The worst what? one though is that one of like it's like the dog in the air. Yeah. And the problem with them, like there, we have two bad ones. Isn't it painted like the same color as the background almost? It's pretty close. It's a terrible painting. I thought it was, it was a pink something like it's like pink. Yeah, it's really bad, and uh, it's so bad too. Like where the easel holds the canvas, like there's like a little piece of wood that like hangs over the painting, and the area under that didn't get painted. And there's like yeah, it's really like it's really bad. I remember starting that one and and. I knew like pretty early on to it that this is gonna suck, and I just stopped doing it. I di I didn't finish it. I didn't like I'm gonna, clean any like the gunk up on it. I'm gonna paint middle fingers and dicks and balls and stuff on canvases, and then I'm gonna paint normal stuff over that and sell it on eBay just in case one of my buyers ever like their house catches on fire or something around it. Like it's like hot enough that the top layer of paint melts off, and there's a middle finger under it, <laughs> which would never happen, but that would be really funny. <laughs> What like if five you could years sell later. a painting that would catch on fire in 10 years? It's like a timer. Yeah. Put into it. Somehow, like, the chemicals in the paint, like, they they become less stable over time. Yeah, it just deteriorates. And eventually, like, when the red paint hits the blue paint, it causes a chemical They're reaction. Like, Why is there a little gutter underneath the in the frame? Catch the ashes, yeah. honey. So, like, you could buy this paint. Oh, my goodness. This is a... Dude, I'm coming up with a really good idea. Okay. Keep going. So you get this paint, the red is one chemical, the blue is another chemical, and it deteriorates in a few years, and eventually when like the two colors touch each other, it'll become like volatile and, and catch awesome. fire. <laughs> okay. so, but you get this terrible painting, and you insure it for $2 million. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then suddenly your house burns down in this painting fire. <laughs> painting fire. Where like, I don't even know how you could... You, even if you paint, like, mix gunpowder with the paint, I'd love to hear how an engineer would tackle that problem. Of like, oh, you need a time that this thing catches a fire in 10 years. Well, six years. So, yeah, or whatever. The time frame is not that important. Month, you know? You can't have it be too soon. Yeah. You can't have it be too soon. Otherwise, like, yeah, you have to let the, the insurance policy, gotta, like, kick in. It's got to yeah. be like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to be good. Who no. applies for painter's insurance? You'd be the first person and last person ever. Because it'd be like... Yeah, people get. Oh, I'm they sure. Pay, they have, I'm like sure art like, is insured for a lot. Art is an investment. Yeah. A lot of people like think art's worth a lot of money. I assume that would just be part of your home insurance, like what you know, part of the property of the house, like whatever's in it. No, cause if you did like, uh, okay, the house burns down and it burns down, and well, there's that Dave Liebehart painting above you. Yeah, this painting here. Okay, that was a that painting cost two hundred bucks. If I had it insured. For, well, I guess I'm probably not. I'm, well, I'm probably wrong, but I wouldn't know. If you had like a, a real piece of art from a real artist, you would have it insured for a lot. Like, yeah, okay, if I lost, I'm like, oh, big deal, you know. David Lee Roth sells bad paintings. I wonder how much they are. Well, I'm sure they're. Way I've got a cough price. right on the tip of my mouth. Yeah. It's got a oh my god. And it, <sighs> come on. <laughs> she said. This is a good topic. <laughs> Killed off. And it was a Seth cough. <laughs> Back to him. All right. Uh, I need a sip of beer to wash that. I thought it felt like a cough, but it's just kind of a gravelly throat. It's probably just cancer. Your stomach's saying more beer. Quit talking. Start filling me up. More with, wordy with alcohol. Less words, more yeah. drinky. Um, I'll move on to. I got some good rock and roll talk, kind of, because. 
me and my coworker, he's in a band, and we're always coming up with stupid band gimmicks, which I don't know if he ever uses any of these, but I always come up with great ideas for being a band. And I have, a, like, here's an idea. I told him, you should just dress up and act like a drunken Jim Morrison and, uh, you know, wear tight leather pants, but, of course, stuff with huge balls <laughs> and uh, wear one of them beer bellies, you know, and clearly just sip through it as you sing your songs and... uh you know, just act hammered and insult the crowd. And, you know, you do what he does. And people would love it and applaud it. And you get to be just an absolute asshole. You don't even got to, like, practice or anything. And I think for, that one would be great. And my other idea I think would be hilarious is, like, if, if you and your band, of you, you know, your singer and you have, like, backup singers, you know, have your band with just the portable headset mics. You know, when bands, like, do, we're going to take a, you know, five-minute break and we'll be back. Go take your break, but forget quote unquote to yeah. turn your mics off and then just go back into the bathroom and sound like you're taking a piss or sound like you're both sitting on a shitter and you know just make like <laughs> shit sounds and just sit there and talk about like how ugly the audience is and then start acting like you're doing a bunch of drugs and <laughs> shit you know have, like tapping your arm and just make it sound like you're like <laughs> ripping big lines of blow and shit keep my this is all mic'd and filtering like coming out through the pa like how fucking funny would that we're be? gonna take a 20 minute break and then as soon as you like what, as soon as you get off stage it's just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just be like, you see the tits on that broad. No, don't right even. Front? Don't say anything. Yeah. Don't say anything. Just make <laughs> yeah. the motorboat sound. Like he goes off stage in motorboats for twenty minutes. It doesn't stop for a second. <laughs> motorboats and there's like squishing. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it without losing the headset. And he said, um, <laughs> he he actually had the idea. He came up to me. This was his idea. He said. He's like, I just want to start a fake band rivalry, and he wants me to go and make a fake Facebook page about a fake band and just start saying shit about his band and just have, like, a stupid feud. And then, you know, so it's just, like, advertising for him. Call your band on. the Thaddeus Arbuckles. <laughs> I might have to. Really, I don't know how that would work, but also I, I'm not going to tell him that because I actually think that sounds funny. So I might be having, like, a fake band page on Facebook. Um, I had, okay, speaking of bands, I had an idea, or a question. So, people, you know, snort cocaine, right? And people smoke crack, which is still, like, kind of cocaine. So, do people not snort crack because they don't want to say they're snorting crack? Because, you know, if you say you're snorting crack, people are thinking, like, you're, sn you're, snort you're sniffing a butt crack. I wonder why you, you can, you know, people smoke crack, but I wonder why they, they don't snort it. When they're like, can you just crush it up? It's like it's almost the same shit. I thought. Uh, I don't have <laughs> yeah, any idea. I don't know why. I guess I don't know. Well, who do you, who do you think you're talking to? Well, you work at a jail. I figured. Uh, yeah, you, but I don't ask people how they ingest their crack. True. I just figured that part of the job, you know, learning. No, my guess is because like crack is like a rock. Yeah. They like form it into. It's like I, I get that, but I, made into a crystal. It's made to be smoked. I don't think you could like. It'd probably just not be very worthwhile to not smoke it. I mean, I'm, that's probably, you know, I guess that sounds logical enough, but I don't know. Plus, when you smoke something in, it gets into your, it gets, like, active way faster than if you snort it. I don't know. <laughs> well, the movie, I love how movies, it's like, you rip a line of blow and they're just like, woo! And then they're just, like, charging, running through walls and shit. Like, I don't think it quite works that way, but I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, I've never done Never done coke or crack. You can't say the I, same. You've no, done coke I and crack. Can't say I haven't done that, but I haven't done enough of it to, uh, you know. I have no desire no. to. 
And I'm if I if I was going to, I definitely would have done it by now. Yeah. I'm 32 years old. I'm an old man. Yeah. I sit here. I'm, if it was offered, I sit here, I drink a beer, and I'll go to bed at eight o'clock tonight. One of our other ideas we were talking about is he, you know, we were saying basically that virtual reality is probably going to be like a bigger, here in the next like 20 years or so, there's going to be like virtual reality video. I mean, it's already out now, coming out, but it's probably going to be like the next big video game thing. And I was telling him, that's going to be my retirement plan. I'm just going to like, instead of paying for like a big house, I'm just going to buy a tiny little like, one, I, was, I just need like a one room trailer. Yeah. Because I'm basically just going to live on a toilet. So I don't even have to get up. I just need a toilet. I need a door there that I can just order food delivered. I can just reach a door to have pizza delivered. Everything just goes right out my body, right in the toilet. And I just live virtually. And I only have to pay like an electric bill, heating up half the size of this room we're sitting in even. The heating bill would be almost, you know, bills are like non-existent. But you just live online. And that's how I'm going to, you know, instead of having to work till I'm 65, as soon as that virtual reality comes out, that's going to be my like cheap... I'll just live online. Hopefully, it's realistic enough that it's, oh, I, I don't need to... Rent out the rest of your house to other people and just do that now. What all started was, was he's like, instead of having to deal with wife and kids and shit, he said, like, down in my basement toilet, I'm just going to get virtual reality thing, and I'm just going to hang down there, like, all the time. <laughs> then it turned into, like, all this shit, everyone's, like, worrying about retirement and all that stuff, and that's what I said. I'm just going to live that way for, like, super cheap. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, not have to bet, like, just... My retirement plan is just not have to have enough bills to pay to even worry. I'll just retire when I'm like 45. It's basically yeah. when it comes out. You don't have to but retire you, and you know, like the live Matrix, well. You just have to yeah. retire and, and daydream well. That's what we were saying about them guys. They do all that fighting in a Matrix to be free. Free's like you're living on a ship attacked by giant monsters. That one guy, the trader, he had the right idea. He's like, put me back in that thing. Put me back in the fake earth where I just, I'm rich and live that way. That's, I'm like, that's a good idea. Why would you... I'm like, instead of worrying about retirement, about if you have to work till you're 70 to retire, what's the point? I remember, like, nothing from The Matrix. The sequels weren't very good, but I... You know, I never one. saw the sequels. I'm almost certain I've seen all of The Matrix, but I really don't remember anything about them. They came out... I think I was in fifth grade when The Matrix came out. I don't remember a the thing Matrix, about them. I remember it was a big movie. It was a big deal because it was a... It was really like the first good use of the CGI and all yeah. that shit. It, like, I forgot it was in the 90s. Well, like late, late 90s. You know, 99, yeah. I think it came out. I, I forgot it was really that old. I remember it was a I might really have been a fourth grade. movie. Yeah, I, like, I just, I, honestly, I don't remember very much yeah. about it at all. I know I've, I've, if I haven't seen the whole thing, I've seen it like 90% of it, and I just don't well, remember. Well, you don't have to. All you need to know is it had Keanu Reeves and it, it set up a South Park episode where, like, oh, they have his Keanu Reeves. And South Park had episodes of, like, if they had a Keanu Reeves on their side, they're basically invincible. Oh, you know, yeah. From the Matrix. That's basically. And the other, yeah. we'll go yeah. to a commercial break here, but um, one of the other ideas I've had, I think I told you before, that I like is that the edible gloves for eating finger foods. My favorite part of eating a bag of, like, Cheetos is you just like when you the drain, drain the, the powder yeah. and the crumbs into your mouth? Drain the powder, man. That should be an album. Yeah. That should be a liquor and poker album. Yeah, drain the powder. Be. But like you, you lick, you know, the cheese powder off your fingers. Any finger foods, basically like that. And I thought they should make edible gloves. You just fucking peel the glove off and eat it with that in it too. Which, as I say, it, I wouldn't do that. But other if you could make a it. glove out of jerky, 
Which you yeah, could. Definitely. Jerky's almost leather. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a really I was good thinking, idea. like, yeah, you could have candy thin latex gloves that are kind of like the, uh, like, fruit roll-up type material. Yeah, fuck that. I want jerky. Yeah, Don't well, you dare. Well, well, I choose. You can have both. I, I do like the jerky glove idea. That's I'd so much great. rather have a jerky glove than a fruit roll-up glove. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'd take jerky, but I I still like the idea of a fruit roll-up glove. Or something, like, along those lines. I could. Okay. No. No, I, I Jerky roll-up. Jerky roll. Okay. Now we're talking. Okay. Let's uh let's go to commercial break here and then we'll come back and keep doing the same shit. <laughs> now that's a good toke. And as you know, for the best toke, you gotta get the best weed at my store, Pottsburg Dispensary. Cause not only do we have potent strains like brain freeze. Our best-seller, Klingon Kush, and my personal favorite, Godfinder. We also sell gnarly new merch, like tie-dyed shirts, tie-dyed ties, tie-dye hats, and, uh, let's see. Oh, and we also have an environmentally friendly section of reusables, like these super comfy pillows filled with grass clippings and these sweet moccasins woven with shower drain hairs and also these picture frames made from old roof tiles and it all like helps protect animals and stuff so if you want to blaze like Hendrix and help save dolphins just come here to Pottsburg Dispensary and I'll hook you up, dude. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Oh, hi there. I'm sorry. I didn't see you. My name's Prance Legwarmer, and I would like to request your vote this November in 2024 for the president's election of me. I am him. I am the president of the United States. Francis Scott Key Legwarmer, that's me. My country, tis of thee, you should vote for me. Get it? My name is Prance Legwarmer, and I didn't approve of any of this! You gotta watch that goddamn cat walking around. Um, obviously, we're back from the commercial break. It's, uh, I'll tell you what, I got a segue going into the beer review here. Um, so, people go to the breweries because, you know, the beer tastes freshest at the brewery, right? That's a, especially now, there's breweries everywhere, and that's like a common thing. Um, so, I always wondered if, you know, f- food companies like Campbell's Soup. Or like yeah. the you know if you buy like frozen meals, I wonder yeah. if they there's a, if any of them ever has places to go eat the like foods. a Stouffer's, yeah, where I can get you, some like, fresh eat lasagna it before it's frozen. Like eat it fresh at the factory. Man, that's a good idea. Yeah, you know, like Hungry Jack has. Like, I eat them like frozen buffalo macaronis, but I wonder if yeah, I wonder if they ever have a dining place or like yeah. Campbell's soup, you oh. know, before it gets canned up. I just always wondered that. I, I've never heard of that, but 
Yeah, that's not a bad idea, wouldn't it be? Um, <clears throat> okay, another thing kind of beer-related. When I'm on YouTube, I always... You know how it is. When you get on YouTube, whatever, no matter what you're looking up, you always get like a list of suggestions that usually have nothing to do with what mm. you're looking up. Well, one of them down in the corner, I seen a thing that said Russian booze bomber. Well, of course, you got to click on that. I'm like, what the fuck is that thing? Here in the 60s, Russia had this big bomber and the cooling system for like high altitude was vodka. And of course... Anybody on the ground crew, the pilots, anything that had any involvement with this airplane, it was, they were always drunk, apparently. I guess it was a top-shelf vodka, because I'm just assuming it was cheaper to grow potatoes and distill vodka than, like, make an expensive cooling system. But then it turned into they were just... <laughs> there's this, like, nuclear bomber crew, and yeah. they're just selling and drinking vodka nonstop. It's funny. It's like a 40-minute video, and, like, halfway through, it, it gets pretty fucking funny. <laughs> it's one of them rare good clicks, and I'm like, this is kind of interesting. That's, that is... It's, I just had to laugh at that. I thought that was fucking funny. Um, was it real? Yeah. Or was it, like, a, a fake thing? No, I mean, it's a real documentary. I mean, I you know, I don't know the source of, you know, yeah. how accurate it is, but I think so. I did Google the plane, and it said about it was experimentally cooled with vodka. I think the coolant, they said, worked good. It's just the, the extra side jobs yeah. involved with it. They're like, yeah, you can't have, you know, liquor on military bases. Bad shit's just going to happen, so I don't think it... Also, wouldn't it be, like, extra flammable? I don't I guess no more flammable than airplane fuel. Yeah. So I guess whatever. But um yeah, I just had to mention that on here. That is pretty interesting. damn funny. Uh you're a you're a plain guy. So yeah. you would know like I am boring. If, yeah. <laughs> uh, last week at work I went to Sheets to get gas and now basically most gas stations have them mini shots of they have fireball. Oh yeah, yeah. Counter. This is about six thirty in the morning. I was kind of in the mood to buy a couple of those and just down it before. Wouldn't work. it be nice to just be a sloppy dude at work? <laughs> I know. I'm like, I, I've never had that feeling, but just one day I'm there. Yeah. And it, it's, I'm like, I, it's Wouldn't right it be- there. I got to go to work all day. I, the first time in my life, almost had the urge to start my day off of work. with like, yeah, just, just pounding a couple of them mini shots, which they're like half the alcohol. You yeah. Need, you need about two of them to equal like one strong shot anyway. But I just thought that's funny. Uh, yeah. I always think, man, it'd be cool to just really, really, really try to get fired. <laughs> try to get fired. That's another thing we talked about at work. And my favorite way to get fired at work is you'd have to see how our machines run. But, like, everything we grind, it, it just pumps liquid coolant onto the part. So, of course, under the machine, there's, like, big coolant tanks. We call them swarf tanks. It's all, like, the metal. Snarf? Filter. Yeah, snarf tanks. Snarf, snarf, and snarf. I just wanted to one day go into work, like, 20 minutes early before everybody just so. Or, like, maybe, maybe while somebody's just going to the bathroom and they come back. And I'm sitting over there, machine with my pants pulled down, taking a dump in the uh, tank, like holding a newspaper, reading it. Just like this is just how you do it here at work. And I just, I, I want my boss to see me doing it. And I'm just like, what? You know, acting like nothing's wrong. <laughs> I think it'd be fucking hilarious. Or they're like, why is my coolant smelling? There's a huge turd floating around. <laughs> cool. Or have One like of these have days, a, a I think big I'm gonna... frozen margarita and a, a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah blatantly... a big a big uh, uh, inner tube. And have some dumb sunglasses on, and like <laughs> yeah. just he's sitting in the tank reading a newspaper. I'm gonna wear and like I'm gonna because I get work uniforms. I'm gonna cut my jeans into like <laughs> super short shorts and just have my shirt unbuttoned. Like I'm just yeah sitting on like a Hawaiian beach, some sm- smoking hat. a huge cigar. Yeah, yeah with a <laughs> stupid gigantic <laughs> martini glass. That's a good one. 
Yes. Hey, watch the boss comes by. You do me a favor and fetch me a beer. <laughs> I wish I could have the, the reason or the balls to do that. That would be good. Um, Don't you wish you could bet on, like, you knew what you were doing and you could bet on horses? Oh, I know. I know. I, but if you knew what you were doing and, like, you can get parlay bets, I guess is what they call it. Like, if you can get five things to happen, like, it seems like there's a ton of money to be I, made off horses. I wonder if the people that work at the horse track that they race are allowed to bet on things. Because wouldn't that, like, if you work there... I imagine people would and probably have tried to, like, poison the other horses. Like, even if you just give the horses something that, like, gives them diarrhea, anything to slow them down half a mile per hour, all but the one you bet on. Bet on the slowest one for a lot of money, and then just, if you work there, just, I don't know, like, maybe don't break a horse's leg, but injure the horse enough that it just kind of, its foot's sore. I think they're pretty much, like, under the control of the team. The mafia. Yeah. Probably. I think like I think the team that like runs yeah. like has the horse. That's what I they imagine. do all you know, that anything stuff. like that. But yeah, I guess I guess you know. There's actually, no actually they don't keep the horses there either. Probably they take them like probably people have their day. stables and stuff. That's, I mean I guess that's true. There's a girl I went to nursing school with who they they have a horse and they like they do that racing like the chair. I know it's not a chariot, but I'm an idiot, so I'm gonna call it a chariot. They do the racing in like the chair. You know, it's like yeah. the wheelchair behind the horse. I, there's no way it's called a chariot, and there's no way it's called a <laughs> wheelchair. Roman it's called, era. It's something. Unless they do like Roman times reenactments. It's a horse. It has a really. I'm assuming it's super light. This little wheel thingy, and you know what? If I raced a carriage, maybe. Great. I don't know. Maybe it's a carriage. Whatever the Amish have. Uh why the heck did I start saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. But I'm pretty sure you can make a ton of money if you do that. My neighbors must race their horse. There's a few horses near me, and the one got out before, and I was feeding it cereal, and this horse was, like, buff. I've lived around the horses before, and I could tell this one must be rode, like, all the time because it had, you know, you could see a lot of the muscle tone and shit that, well, of course, they're, you know, pretty in shape usually, but this one you could tell was, like, rode all the time. Down in Crooked Creek Park where I live, there's that, uh, there is a horse, like, rodeo place down there. I don't know if there's a track. Or, may, you know, I don't know what they do there. I've, I've never been there. It actually might be a good time. Maybe we need to check it out. Wow. What kind of cereal did you feed it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what's funny? That was like four years ago, and I know what it was because it, uh, it was strawberry frosted mini wheats. I love that cereal. <laughs> I just actually I didn't, to, I didn't I did. care. I wanted to see how long you'd go yeah. telling about it. And then come uh, Let's circle back to that cereal again. <laughs> um, did you put milk in it? No, you I just, just gave it straight. Yeah. Straight. Well, that was the day what I was doing was um, they were like, I can't remember the horse's name, but they could hear them calling for it. And as they were walking down the road, I, I, I kept moving the horse out of their line of sight. So I lured the horse like around my house just to fuck with them. And then it did trot off and ended up like bolting down the road. But um, I hope the cereal gave it like ultra horse diarrhea. <laughs> it might have. It <laughs> Made it super yeah. horny. Yeah, that's what it does. Like, oh, you didn't realize that shredded mini wheat that gave horses like super hard. It's just like chasing moving cars, trying to hump it. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's like LSD for horses. Oh, yeah, frosted mini wheats. That that horse had like the the walls melting. <laughs> Things tripping balls. I look over and it's just like leaning on a tree. If you feel, yeah. What if it is like there's just some kind of certain household thing that every house has, but if you dare feed it to a horse, it's going to make it turn into a unicorn, like a, a violent unicorn. 
Oh no, you fed it Cheerios. <laughs> it, it grows a tusk out of the what? middle of its head, but it becomes was, super violent. Was Mr. Ed a TV show or a movie? It was a TV show like a million years ago. I wonder if it was ago. ever funny or not. I know that it existed. I remember when I was a kid, I watched an episode once maybe, but I kind of forgot about that till now. Because that yeah. was the talking horse, right? That mm. was its thing. That's kind of funny. I might have to check that up and see if it's... I'm sure it can stream off something and see if it... like Maybe that was a funny show. I wonder it, if it probably was, like, was. It was probably one of those really it a black and white one. I think. Yeah, yeah, it came out like in the era of I Dream of Jeannie and like maybe not quite leaving to, to Beaver. I used to think I. Oh my goodness! I thought Jeannie. she was a smoke show. Yeah, she was so hot. Yeah, the Barbara Eden. I don't know if she's still alive or a not. A lot of it's the outfit too. But yeah, that know. was risque. I can't yeah. imagine. Like back in the day, like she was showing belly button and like some cleave. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember being a little kid thinking that's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> And she gives you wishes and shit? That's yeah. fucking great. I didn't know what sex was. <laughs> still don't. Yeah, I still... <laughs> uh, I think I've almost got it figured out. <laughs> so, I guess we can do this beer review. Uh, we're drinking Founders Centennial IPA. I don't think it's anything fancy. No. It was just at the gas the, station. The can's badass. I actually don't like sitting here looking at the details. I haven't really looked at it's it. Like a, it's like it. a... Romanesque statue figures on the front. Yeah. And, yeah. But, uh, it's just, it, I don't know, standard middle-of-the-pack IPA tasting. Not See, I think it's one of those, like... Not bad and nothing special to me. I'm drinking it out of a can, so I don't see what color it is. But it definitely tastes like it's one of the darker IPAs. Yeah, it's not like the hazy one. It's like a... It's, I call it just, like, classic IPA. I don't, now I, I don't consider this, like... I don't know. I don't want to sound like pretentious, but this tastes like a uh, heavy, heavy piney yeah, IPA. It's, like, it's got some bitterness to it. Yeah. So it's it's not how, my favorite kind. I know. I think I've been drinking long enough that when IPA started getting popular, like they started off hoppier and they've kind of like mellowed out through the years. That's why I think that to me, this is like when I first started drinking them, kind of what they tasted like. And then, yeah. But, uh, well, let's see the alcohol percentage because that's seven, always seven four. I think seven three seven, seven five two. seven two seven like, two. So I will say one thing: it's good because I like I'm definitely not going to drink this beer fast. But when they get up yeah. around to seven percent alcohols, it's a good uh, like day drinking type beer. Yeah, it'll last you a good long while, and they can get warm when they're when when they're like a thick beer like this. They can get warm, yeah. and you you can still drink them. Yeah. So I I don't know. I give it a three. I, I, just it's standard, yeah. yeah. It's not bad, but it's not, nothing. I wouldn't want a case of it. No, no, like a four or six pack. Well, I will say one thing: this particular beers we're drinking is a pounder. Well, wait, nineteen point uh, two. Yeah. Good thing they added that point two fluid ounces. I was yeah, really worried that it would only be nineteen ounces. Yeah. I know we made that bitch before on this podcast. Yeah, it's worthy of bitching again. It it's is dumb. Like, you know, good thing it's not a twenty ounce beer. Just round it. Just round it up, like. We don't have to know that it has point two. Just say it's nineteen and give it an even number. And it's make it. I, I'm not trying to drink prime numbers. Yeah. Give me something that's divisible. Give me eighteen ounces. Give me twenty ounces. No, nineteen point two. I can't do anything with that. I thought of something too. From we were talking about, uh, Mr. Ed, that old show. What I'm using an old show idea to segue into this. Did you happen to see what's it? I have it written down here. Uh, Chevy has a Night Rider truck now. I guess it has like 700 horsepower or something, but it's like a like it's supposed to be a fast truck. It also it has a big Trans Am logo on it. I'm thinking it's a fucking truck. 
you're making a truck version of a, a fucking Trans Am car from the 70s. Make the car. Like, if you're going to make something, like, just make a fucking Trans Am and sell it. I, I, I don't know. To me, that seems so stupid. Like, it's just names of things. I know. That kind of shit just bothers me, though. I, I don't know. Oh, here's... You like that show? Knight Rider or whatever. Is it Ghost Rider or Knight Rider? It's Knight Rider. Knight Rider. Knight Rider with a Trans Am. We'll buy our new truck version of it. Like, you're making a Camaro. If anything, make a Camaro version. I don't know. I think that... And I, the other one I never could get into is them Harley-Davidson edition luxury trucks. That's yeah. That's so the opposite of what a motorcycle... A motorcycle is just, like, the most basic straightforward transportation it's about like you know the open road and wind in your face just that simplicity of it oh but i want a you know 50 60 thousand dollar harley davidson truck with heated seats <laughs> i don't know I, I i know they're nice i get it but i just kind of like people that's, are that's willing kind of harley davidson nerdy i couldn't imagine anyone in it the Outlaws or the Hells Angels biker gang buying one of them trucks, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. People I, are so willing to take loans out for cars, for vehicles. Oh, I, get it. I, I can't understand why anybody would want a car payment. Why wouldn't you drive something that's not as nice, but it's going to be paid yeah. off? Why would you ever want $70,000 of debt? I get it, too. If, if you're in your vehicle a lot, like yeah. if, you, if, you ri- if you have like a... If you're driving more than an hour back and forth to work every day or whatever, or if like, you travel for your job, or if you just... Yep. I don't know. But a lot of these people, it's like, do you really have to have all that luxury for a 20-minute yep. drive to work? Hey, like, I ain't... think that every time I drive to work, you know what? It'd be really nice if this wasn't a Honda Civic. This would be yeah. nice if, if like the suspension was kind of plush. You know what else is nice? Not having to pay fucking 400 yep. bucks a month. You know what? Yeah. I'll deal with a, a little bit of a uh, shitty ride yeah. to retire a few years early yeah. and not have to do it. That's what I think. And, that, uh, and I know at least some of them are going to listen to this. My friends, yeah, you guys, who buy your expensive trucks and go hunting and don't even put their dead deer in the back of their truck because they don't want to get their bed dirty in their truck. So they call their dads to bring their old trucks and get their deer out of the woods. Travesty. <laughs> like You pay... 50, 60 grand for that thing, and you don't even want to get the bed of it stained? You can't just, like, hose it out when you're done? It's a truck. That's what you pay for. I think that's fucking hilarious, but whatever. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm not really a car guy. I'm not either, too. I, and Some people, that makes them happy, I guess. My uh, Actually, before you leave, I need you to drop me off at the garage because right. uh, I had to get my Pathfinder inspected. And they said... he's. I don't know if it's just the bushing on the shock, on the like the rear shock absorber. Here's another car thing. So I was, <laughs> sounds like all I do at work is take craps. I was on a crapper at work in the other building, and uh, they have them Wheeler Dealer Auto Trader magazines. And there was a vehicle. Oh yeah, you told me. Yeah, about there's this. a vehicle sold by a guy named Dick Trickle, which I thought was funny. And I was telling an older coworker that I was like, you know, hey, there's a guy named Dick Trickle in there selling a car. He's like, yeah, he used to be, I guess, a race car driver. Oh yeah. So I don't know if he was the one selling it. Maybe it was like his car that he used to race. Because it was actually like, it looked like it's been in a wreck. I think they're just selling it for parts or like a fixer up like thing for restoration. But that guy I told it to, he's like, one day, years ago, his friend bought a used vehicle off somebody. And the name, and the name on the receipt was Mike Hawksbig. Mike Hawksbig. <laughs> so wow. There's, so there's no way that was 
you know, really his name, but he said that was like literally like on the receipt. I don't know what era this was. He just said like one time, but he's like, it, it was on the paper. He showed me. That's funny. Mike Hawks big. Kudos uh, to Mike. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Um, ah, moving on here. I guess we can, oh, let's see. What band plug do I have today? Well, before I do the band plug, I should, I guess we're obligated to say R.I.P. Meatloaf, even though I oh, couldn't yeah. stand his fucking music. Did you ever actually listen to like any No, my albums? parents are big fans though. I think it is awful. My mom said like they were so disappointed because they saw that, uh, they were like they were planning on going to see him in like a residence. They thought they mm. they were going to see him in a residency in Vegas, and then they saw like oh he's he actually stopped touring like he's lucky because if you watch years it, ago he's lucky he lived this long because any video of him live from back in the day like he was a big he, guy. Was, he huge. was fat yeah he was like running around singing yeah. and you know somehow he had cardio maybe it was like a lot of he's lungs. like Chris Far he was like Chris Farley yeah and so, but Chris Farley didn't last long I just yeah. figured how did he get through the eighties now. I don't think Meatloaf partied. I don't think like he that. did. He, I don't know. He partied at a buffet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, rest in peace, obviously. But I was so sick of hearing his two Meatloaf hits the last few weeks at work. And I think if I got to fucking hear Meatloaf songs at their shows, they should serve Meatloaf, too. If I got to listen to this, I should at least be eating some Meatloaf while I'm hearing Meatloaf. You I know, if they did sell it at his gigs. I remember the first time I had a Meatloaf sandwich. And I had never, I had never had meatloaf in a sandwich form before that, and I always just had meatloaf was just a slice of meatloaf. But when you actually have a meatloaf sandwich, my goodness, it completely changes. I would rather have a cheeseburger than meatloaf, because I mean, when I and like I like meatloaf, whatever. But I'm usually like, I don't know, like there's another one. Like my my brothers and them would make it into a sandwich. I'm like, well then just it's basically a. A burger at that point. What's but it's, the difference? It'd be easier to make a meatloaf than it would be to make yeah, burgers. Because a meatloaf, you just bake. Burgers, you have to individually fry each burger. Yeah. A meatloaf is... Uh, and plus, meatloaf has more stuff in it. You don't put like... There's no French onion soup mix in a meat, in a hamburger. A meatloaf is... is yeah. Uh, yeah, I like I liked it. I, but I was usually just like, eh, if, like if I'm going to eat burger... I'd Here's the problem with meatloaf, though. For a burger. That's a gross name of something. I could see if your singer's name Meatloaf. You're gonna call this band this like weird art proggy shit you do. You're gonna call the band Meatloaf. Like I, I don't know. But hey, who am is I? It worse it than Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't care for Yes either. I think that's a dumb band and a dumb name. But I just hey, whatever. Uh, like I said, um, hey, it worked for them. Uh yeah. Well, he honestly, everything I've seen since like since he's he died. I've seen a lot of like stuff of him like in the past, and he honestly seems like a really, really good guy. Yeah, he's he uh, he works his ass off on stage. His daughter, I guess she sings or something in a band, so she might play. I don't know, maybe play guitar or something. She's actually married to the Scott Ian's. That's from what Anth- I knew. Yeah, she was married to somebody, that guy from Thrash Anthrax. Band Anthrax. And I guess he was a heck of a baseball player when he was young. Like he. Um, he said he probably who Scott Ian was or Meatloaf. No, uh, was? Meatloaf. He said like he was considering going pro. Like I think he even played in college. This is probably the '60s or '70s, and he was apparently like pretty good. But I just you know, little FYI. Um, yeah, Meatloaf. I'm almost between making two very lucrative careers too. I just can't decide which lucrative <laughs> career to pick. Yeah, <laughs> selling <laughs> kindergarten level paintings. On should I eBay sell paintings or should or? I keep being a jail nurse? Uh, 
Yeah, so Meatloaf's a dumb band name, but this is a great band name, the band I'm plugging today. They're called Beast Mode. Ooh. You're right. They are, they are a video game-themed fucking metal band, and they have albums called... They have one called Call of Booty. They have one called... Uh, it's called Haloed, and I think it's a spoof of... Hay- There's a video game, Halo, Yeah. but they made Haloed, and like the album... So it's art- like Halo, yeah. but also... And they have another album called Member of the Beast. Member of the Beast? Yeah. I think member is like dong. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, they're a video game, video game, video game themed death metal band from Liverpool. So From Liverpool? Oh, yeah. Mm, liver. They're not Cockney, though. <laughs> I can't do that accent. That's a good place to end this in. I'm shutting this thing off. Thank you. Mmm, that's some tasty cannoli.